You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.
Mercy Me, I think this is a very, very different stylistic song for you. And I think this one really reflects a maturation of your songwriting that impressed me. Thank you. It's nice to hear you say that. This is, I think, one of my favorites that we've ever written. And I think it is a reflection of how much we've changed as songwriters. And that's kind of why we've kind of wanted to save it for last just because it's cool to to revisit some of the older tunes and then come back to the present. And this is the most recent thing we've released uh, original wise. It's definitely not a song that we could have written seven years ago or when we started writing songs, which would be like what? 10 years ago? No, longer than that. But this is not a, a song that I would have been able to take notes out of the drawer from my, you know, elementary school bedroom and write. This is a song that I think we couldn't have written until now. And we really, I think it's it's us at our most confident and also vulnerable at the same time. I mean, the song is about just being so in love that you're vulnerable, and but but that vulnerability is what makes it so powerful. We really lean into that message. And, you know, it's, this song is not about trying to be clever or witty or swaggery. This song is just about, I don't know, just feeling that emotion. And I just think I'm just so happy with how it turned out. I listen to it and I just, I think about that feeling. And, and, and at least to me, it really, it really helps me feel that when I listen to it, which I think is a great reward. You said in one interview that this is about being powerless in love. Yeah. I think that's, you know, in order to be really, really in love, at least in my experience, I mean, you have to compromise and you have to be okay with that amount of emotion just taking hold of you. And you have to be okay with letting that emotion run its course. And there is a vulnerability in that. And there is a little bit of a powerlessness in that. But it's also, I think the trade-off is that, you know, it's just this feeling that you can't experience without. And I think it's definitely worth it. You also said that songwriting is terrifying, which I've never thought about or heard about. And I guess writing about being powerless in love might be terrifying, especially. Yeah, it definitely is, you know, take that vulnerability and then, you know, put it behind a megaphone. <laughs> and that's about where you're at with this one. I feel like as we've matured as songwriters, we've started to feel more comfortable writing music that is about our own experiences. And I, you know, I mean, we write a lot of these character songs and we've talked about that. And I think we'll always do that kind of writing. But definitely as we've grown up, being able to have the experience and have the 
emotional experience to be able to write songs with these kinds of themes and messages. I don't think that's something you can do in in middle school. I mean, at least the feelings would be different. The message would be different. And for us, at least for me, writing lyrics that are, you know, inspired by real life has been something that I definitely had to grow into. And I think songwriting is ultimately you're just you're sharing this thing that you put so much love and time and energy into. And I mean, Chris, we pull our hair out writing these songs and and then the payoff for us when we finally get it right is so big and it's such a great feeling. But then, you know, there's always that step out the door you have to take where you have to sing it for somebody else. And that is, I mean, that's at the same time, I think the most terrifying thing about what we do and also the most exhilarating part about what we do is that we get to share that kind of connection with others. And then we get to stand there and, and they get to hear it all, you know, (laughs) that's just, there's something really cool about that. And I think it keeps us you know, we try to stay humble knowing that, you know, we're going to have to get out there and bear it all every night. (laughs) So is this song at all autobiographical? Yeah. Yeah. This, this one, I would say, you know, I'm lucky to, you know, be in a solid relationship where I feel like I finally understand these feelings enough to be able to put them in a song. And, and Chris is always, you know, we've grown as people and we've grown as songwriters. And I feel like I'm just happy that, you know, I have my best friend that I get to write songs with and be, you know, mushy, gushy and <laughs> dramatic <laughs> with. And, and he, he deals with it because he, he knows me. And it's just, it's really nice. We work really well as a team. Yeah. No, well, your brother and sister, I haven't heard any sense of sibling rivalry or, or fighting between you two. It's remarkable how, how you two get along. I come from a family of uh, seven kids. and Oh, wow. You know, a lot. We didn't always get along all the time, but we figured out a way to love each other. But you guys seem like, you know, you're certainly not like the Oasis brothers, Noel and Liam Gallagher. Those guys are so scary. (laughs) Oh, man. You're like the opposite of the way you guys get along. Man, yeah, no, uh, honestly, I mean, we, we... We come from like a, you know, like we were saying earlier, our, our parents are pretty unique and, and not that we ever like didn't have any friends in school or anything growing up, but our family was always a little bit different. And I think as a result, we ended up just spending our time with each other as kids. Like, you know, we've always been each other's best friend. We were always the people that spent all of our moments, you know, crying or playing or growing together. And I think it's just made it like we know each other so well at this point and and we've been through so much together that it's it's just like we almost like have our own language when it comes to songwriting like i don't even know how i would write a song with somebody who's I mean, not jocelyn we never have we've yeah. never written songs separately from the beginning from the first song it's always been both of us so this is inspired by a love in your life yes yes in my life yes and when you played this song for the first time to that person what happened? Um, he is uh, is awesome. He's awesome. And uh, it was nerve-wracking just because it's kind of one of the first songs that we've written that, you know, the lyrics have been about him. Um, but he, he, really, he really loved it. And I think it was a really cool experience. I was definitely nervous just because, you know, I mean we talk about these, you know, high level, like concepts of love and vulnerability, but to really get out there and, and, and say that kind of stuff, even if it's in song form, like in public, 
I mean, for me, it's always been a little bit scary. I get nervous all the time, but it was really empowering. And it was just a really positive experience sharing that with him and saying, you know, this is about you. And I think he's proud of me, which is is really awesome. One of the lyrics in this song is, I've got half a mind to give you all my heart. Yeah, I, uh, I'm particularly proud of that line. I, I, uh, I thought of that in one of my like almost falling asleep uh, <laughs> stupors, and then I had to like wake up and and note it on my phone before I fall asleep. I, um, but yeah, just that just that idea that like I think it's time to jump. You know, I think it's time to to do the damn thing. Um, that's kind of where I was coming from. Because I was wondering where the other half of your mind was. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Oh my gosh, uh, it could be anywhere. Probably thinking about skiing or snow or <laughs> something. <laughs> you can't always be thinking just about your loved one in life. Uh, <laughs> loved ones in snow. It's, this is a balance. You need to have half your mind on something else, too. <laughs> well, I love this song. You know, they do say you sound like so many different people. The woman that came to mind when I was listening was Ann Wilson and Hart on this it felt inspired by it felt like a heart song to me oh man thank you so much i love heart i really think that you are finding your own voice as a group and i don't like even saying that you sound like someone else anymore because it's really the jocelyn and chris aren't show is that the name of the band or is it sometimes you're going by chris and jocelyn when you just perform i guess the two of you or, or like what is the branding here the branding is Jocelyn and Chris. And we, we uh, about a year ago, we dropped the last name because we realized that it's kind of a mouthful and it's a little bit ugly. So, I mean, you know, a lot of people still call us Jocelyn and Chris aren't. And that's like, it is our last name. We're not like embarrassed about it or going to like go after anyone for saying it. But the, you know, we dropped it from like our logo and stuff. <laughs> if you can't remember Jocelyn and Chris, you should be listening to something else. You're in, the wrong, <laughs> you're in the wrong temple. You're in the wrong church because this band is great. I want to thank you for coming on Backstory Song. It really was a treat to have you share your stories with us and open a real intimate part of your soul and, and your songwriting and this thing that I call the invisible language of songwriting. Thank you for having us. I mean, this is really fun. Yeah. I, I mean, it's like a lot of these stories, we don't get to, you know, most of the interviews we do are such, there's so many short form interviews. There's not really a good, good venue for a lot of these really like long stories that just never get told. So it's really, thanks for like also, doing this I mean, and having us on. We haven't had an interview. I mean, this is like, I got nervous before we were going to talk to you because we haven't really talked to anybody besides, you know, each other and, and uh, our team for a while. We've kind of been on lockdown. So it was really refreshing and just Really nice. Thank you for having us. Well, we try to create a safe space on Backstory Song for songwriters to come and open up and and share it with your fans, really. you know. And we hope your fans like this interview. And we hope your fans get a chance to see you perform live like I did. Hopefully, we'll get to see you and meet you in person on July 17th at the Park City Institute. Woo! Fingers crossed. Yeah, please buy tickets to that show and support the Institute. They had a rough year last year without a whole lot of performances. And the best thing, which Chris and Jocelyn, you should 
come out for is the Saints and Sinners fundraiser that they throw. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. No, that is a wild affair. It's a costume ball. Oh, wow. That sounds really cool. The theme is you dress up like a saint or a sinner, so you can imagine the theater crowd that is supporting this great institution gets very creative. Great. Well, thank you very much. Is there anything else you want to plug for our show? We're on all the various social medias. If you if you Google our name, they'll, they'll show up. But really, I think just thanks for having us on. And uh, if you get a chance to go to that show July 17th at the Eccles Center, I mean, it was the first show, the first show for like real people, like a live audience that we booked in like more than a year. So when it came through, it was just like a moment of bliss. And and we are really excited to share the fruits of that moment with people who end up going. So we'll see you there. I want to thank DJ Wyatt Schmidt, my recording engineer and our social media director, MC Owens. I want to shout out to Andrea Vallis for following us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks, Andrea. You're one of our biggest and best fans. It's so nice to have you on board. Please share our episodes with our friends and share the playlists that we are creating. The Jocelyn and Chris songbook will be on our webpage, so you will get to hear these songs from Spotify and other works. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.